It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm here with my dear friend, Valerie Fay. How's it going, Valerie? Going good. How about you, Sean? I am good. I'm excited to be here today um, trying something which uh, off air we just said, yeah, we didn't we haven't had this before. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so when you and I are talking about uh, choosing a seltzer for the pod, you had brought up Polar, you had brought up AHA. Is this it, are they like seltzers that you frequently drink or? Yeah, those are like my two like go to brands like and I. I feel like I am like one of those people that like, like advertising works so well on me. Like I, I buy things based on how like the design looks mm-hmm. like, so like, I don't really like the design of Waterloo. I don't like that font that much. So cool. uh, yeah. No, I mean, um, that's interesting to say too. Cause uh, um, I mean, how do you feel about uh, LaCroix? Cause that's like a, a very divisive, you know? LaCroix is fine. Every LaCroix I've had is fine. I kind of like how it's sort of like, you know, those old like uh, styrofoam cups that look from like milkshakes and stuff. Like the jazz drawings or whatever it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like those somewhat, but I don't know. LaCroix, LaCroix is a one that like, I don't know, like I, I always see it in the grocery store. It's always like closer to like the entrance. And sometimes I've thought of like getting it just out of like laziness of like, well, I'm not going to walk all the way to the other end yeah, of the grocery yeah, store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I've just, I, I, I'm never in the urge to like, oh, it's a LaCroix day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel that. Um, I would say that I personally really like LaCroix, something that I, have talked about on the pod pretty recently um but i tried like the beach plum flavor and then i just i i I bought all their summer flavors over again just because they're really good and i know that they're going to be like limited but i I definitely i've definitely enjoyed them uh super super delicious um uh i the beach plum flavor that sounds interesting i'll have to to get that next time we go to the grocery store yeah, I mean, what is a beach plum? I don't know. I think that's a question that comes up a lot in terms of like seltzer flavors because I it just tastes sweet when you drink it. I'm not like this tastes like a plum at the beach. It just tastes like a sweet flavor, and I think that's why I like it. You know, nice. I I hope it's like in a, like a purposeful like pun on beach bum and maybe LaCroix will go into like other um puns based off of um flavors like maybe like a I don't know I can't think of a pun I'm not I'm not a trained improv person so I can't think of any off the top of my head but I'm thinking like maybe spring breakers like a springtime (laughs) we gotta get we gotta get the gummo seltzer yes I what would be in that probably like uh swamp water yes <laughs> liquefied or not liquefied yeah. carbonated i should yeah. say yeah i uh yeah and so uh that leads us to i didn't actually say what seltzer we are drinking but if you clicked on this episode you already know uh peach and honey so yeah you and i were talking about this and i peach seltzers have been done on the pod before but honey really stood out to me i don't really like that's not something that you find in a seltzer. 
Yeah. So I'm very curious and very excited. And I don't know. I kind of associate honey with like the fall as well. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll drive out east. I'll get a little honey stick. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's <laughs> the end. That's the end of that story. Uh, but um, yeah, and I, I I tend to do that in the fall. So I I associate it with like fall flavors. So. I was like, what better way to kick off the fall? It's like 70 degrees where I am right now and have a peach honey seltzer. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do, are you, do you like, like the flavor of honey? Yeah. Honey's good. I, I, I associate, and this is sort of a fall thing. I, I, I associate with like days I'm sick from school and like my parents would like have me have tea with honey. Right. Which I always liked having when I was sick. I, I like that. I like doing that just like now in general. Yeah. Um, do you know about the Starbucks drink medicine ball? I, I'm not familiar. What is that? <laughs> I, I know it's a terrible name. And so uh, whenever I was feeling like a little bit under the weather, somebody told me to get the medicine ball from Starbucks um, which is, it's super delicious. And, um, I've definitely had it even when I wasn't just, you know, uh, feeling under the weather. Now, now I'm afraid to order it. I'm worried that I'm going to go into a Starbucks and order a medicine ball. And they're just going to be like, why, why do you need it? Because like, <laughs> I, I, am not sick. Like in any way, mm-hmm. I just like the flavor of it, but, uh, you know, and I don't want people to think that, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> essentially what it is is they call it a medicine ball because they like t- they they like physically like tie together tea bags so it's like ah. jade citrus mint green tea peach tranquility tranquility herbal tea hot water then they put honey and they but it's not water it's like steamed lemonade hmm. they like steam they make cold lemonade they steam it they put it in with the water and the tea bags and it tastes like citrusy and really good. And I will say like it, I, you know, I, when I used to commute to Manhattan, I was getting sick a lot cause I was on like the railroads and stuff like years ago. And, um, I, I would say that like, uh, it definitely helped and I would have it like a, multiple times per day. So nice. I, I get what you're saying with like associate honey with being sick, but honey's like a mm-hmm. good sweet flavor regardless, you know? It is, yeah. Like I'm I'm actually like thinking back on and like thinking like, why didn't I just ask my parents if I could have that just in general? Like why <laughs> did I just uh, never ask it? Because I did really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm but, like a tea person definitely rather yeah. than like coffee, I would say. I mean that mm-hmm. like um but recently I've just like I'm not accustomed to having caffeine in any way just because yeah. like I I just have been home. I, when I was in an office, I would like kind of need it because I would be like getting up and going to work every day and just being an overtired like New Yorker. But like mm-hmm. now specifically, I'm like for myself, if I have caffeine, I'm like, oh man, like I'm going to be up all night, even if I yeah. have it at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> oh God, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have to like limit myself in a way, mm-hmm. um, but I do like it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. any any thoughts before we cross on to the other side and have this honey <laughs> seltzer? Um, we're gonna be I'm, changed people. We're yes, we are gonna be <laughs> changed. This will never be the same. It's gonna be uh, yeah, it's a whole new world. I'm I'm trying to think. There's some song. Oh, um, the the Smashing Pumpkins on tonight tonight. We're like, we'll never be the same. It's That's true. About this yeah. seltzer. Do you, do you think I? You know, I don't think this exists. 
I think maybe it will exist in like an alcoholic version, but why isn't there pumpkin seltzer? Oh my god, that'd be so good. Yeah, I, so I want that so bad. There is a pumpkin spice seltzer that's like a Bud Light thing that was unveiled three days ago. Fuck that. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But, you know, somebody polar, they got to step up their game. I don't even like pumpkin, and I'm like, bring it. I want to yeah. try that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what? That's, see, I'm talking about things that exist. Ugly Drinks, I think, had a limited time pumpkin spice seltzer. Okay. Hmm. So that's non-alcoholic. And um, I would try that from them because every single thing I've had by them has been really good. Um, yeah. What do you think of uh, hard seltzers in general? Are you like against them? Like I don't like them. I don't, it is annoying. I don't drink. So I'm mm-hmm. just, it's not my speed. And I think also... It just kind of like annoys me a little bit because, um, you know, you see companies like Ugly doing a lot of like limited time seltzers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like, I love that so much and thank God they're doing it. But I think that the alcoholic seltzer companies do more limited time offerings where you get a lot of wacky flavors. Like how mm-hmm. I just I just looked up the pumpkin spice seltzer. Bud Light had like a, um, let's see. It was like a, a fall flavors in general. So let's see what mm. they have. They have a okay. Uh, I'm I'm. <laughs> they don't want me to see it because I am blocked by an ad block. Okay, let's let's try this again. Okay, I'm blocked by another ad block. Come on, I just want to see the seltzers. Not that I'm even gonna drink them, but Bud Light can tell you're anti hard seltzers. Yeah, they they're they... like he doesn't even need to know. Okay, I found it. See, I would drink these as a normal seltzer. It doesn't have to have alcohol in it. But, you know, if people like that, I'm not being like, oh, you can't have it because it has alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, that. fuck that. If anybody wants to drink, go drink, whatever. But personally, I think these should be non-alcoholic seltzers because apple crisp, maple pear, pumpkin spice, and toasted marshmallow, why does there need to be, like, beer involved in that? That's fucking mm-hmm. weird. That's a little bit, yeah. like, I don't know. Toasted marshmallow Bud Light? That's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being over-opinionated, but, yeah. No, I, I get it. Like, I, for, for me personally, like I, like, I like simple drinks when I have an alcoholic drink. Like, I like just having, like, wine or, yeah. like, just a beer. Like, I don't need it to be, like, some artisanal, like, flavors. Yeah. Like, fancied up. It's, like... <laughs> I'm here to just get drunk. I don't need fancy flavors for this. Well, it's, it's annoying. I'm not going to push it on you, Valerie, but if you want to be my correspondent and try the toasted marshmallow Bud Light, be my guest, submit a little field piece in. I'll, I'll include it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, all right. With that in mind, let's, let's crack open our peach honey ahas. Should we do a countdown? If you want, sure. Okay. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Do you taste honey in any way? No. Me either. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's really good, but... Yeah. No, it just tastes like peach. Yeah. It's super refreshing, though. Like, it tastes... And, you know, I, I've said this about Bubbly, and I've said this about AHA. Um, 
this is I was like, oh, when we were talking before the pod, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hold this information back. It's true, you know, like they're uh this is made by Coca-Cola and then Bubbly's made by Pepsi. They feel mm-hmm. I, I find at least, I don't know, it seems like the corporate seltzers seem like they want to make them like super sweet. Like mm-hmm. it's I, and it's good. This does have a full flavor for being zero calories, but it tastes mm-hmm. like candy. It doesn't taste like peach honey. You know, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not that. Like it's just candy esque. It tastes like those. And these are some of my favorite things. So I'm not complaining here. It tastes like those little peach gummies. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little peach yep. rings? That's exactly what it tastes like. It does. Yeah. Like liquefied. Yeah. Now you say it, it really does. But I will say for somebody who is uh, um, a little bit dehydrated today, I feel like it is super refreshing in a way that I, I really enjoy it. It is. Yeah. Um, I, I do enjoy it. And I, I should just say, like, I am like, this is my second Coca-Cola beverage of the day because I just got it before recording. I got a burrito and I, I decided to get a Coke with the burrito. So good combo. Good combo. Yeah. What did you get in your burrito? Uh, just like a veggie burrito. So like uh, peppers and um, cabbage and lettuce and in case I got the 80, the extra 80 cents to add queso to my burrito. Overall, awesome. very nice. Very good. Wait, where was it? Chipotle? No, it's this local chain oh, gotcha. in Cleveland called Ohio State Burrito. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sounds like a good meal. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this, I would say. I just think that like, not that, I'm not going to say false advertising because I know that they did try to put honey in here. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like what I was saying earlier where it's like, are they just calling it honey because it's like sweet? You know, like yeah. if I have this, if you put a blindfold on me, I'd be like, oh, it's just peach. Mm-hmm. It's just like a really sweet peach. And like yeah. we've had peach seltzers on the pod before and peach just in general can be like a sweet flavor. But like, I don't know. I think that it's just like a sugary tasting peach that they were like, like, I think I'm pretty sure all of you, you're, I feel like you're more of an aha expert than I am. Most of their flavors are just like, combinations right they don't have like okay so i feel like they just had to like they just like crafted like a really good peach and then Mm -hmm. said like hey we're going to uh call it peach honey because it's like sweet (laughs) it's not really like a combo you know yeah hmm it's good though yeah like i'm happy to be drinking it i like it Mm -hmm. it just uh um I want to. How about just like a honey seltzer? Yeah, exactly. Just straight up honey. That would be that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm vibing with it. I like it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's hard to clown on like a lot of the corporate seltzers because they don't give us a lot to clown about. I feel yeah. Like. They kind of like really cover their ass. So like you know, <laughs> and this is like a new company, so it's not like mm-hmm. there's like you know things that um are like have come and gone i mean well yeah i will say previously on the pod i tried aha's black cherry coffee i think that's what it was oh called. yeah yeah i was pulled off the shelf those don't exist mm-hmm. anymore so they have made some mistakes even if i did kind of like that i'll say mm-hmm. what is your go-to yeah. flavors sorry uh 
Oh, it's all good. I, for AHA, I like the blueberry pomegranate flavor a lot. I gotta try that. That one I find solid. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of those drinks that just like, it. it's like when you have a, like a good Dr. Pepper, it's just like, God, it's just like, it's just a drink. It's just a really solid drink. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then besides that, I'm... I mostly do polar. I like, I like a lot of polar flavors. I like the, the, their lemon flavor, their cranberry and lime flavor. I really like, I, and this has been a, a recent thing for me. I really, really like their original flavor. Oh, just like plain seltzer? Plain seltzer, yeah. Oh, for polar, yeah, yeah. It's good. For polar, yeah. Really good, yeah. Yeah. It, um, it's, yeah. Polar definitely goes into like the limited time seltzers i would say Mm -hmm. more than other brands do Mm -hmm. you know yeah like with that seltzer aid they did like i don't even remember when it was because it was just sometime in quarantine they had that for a couple months and then just went away i yeah i have the pink lemonade seltzer aid in my garage and it's pretty good i didn't buy it for the pod but just bought it in general and i Mm -hmm. actually do like it but yeah i mean um definitely I like both companies and mm-hmm. you know, uh, aha is pretty new to me. Like, I feel like I haven't tried enough as I should, but I'm happy when I have it, I would say, uh, mm-hmm. nothing against them, nothing against bubbly or anything, but I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, in, in aha's defense, I like that they're doing weird flavor combinations, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if I would call it peach honey, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a sort of like false advertisement, like same with like, um with the new what's it called the new coke zero the new the new um um formula for and they're like even more delicious and it's like i I, i'm not i'm not the one who said this my friend chase at yonkler said this he said that's some false advertising right there this is not more delish (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i i heard about that too and i i haven't had like I don't think I've ever had like a Coke Zero, so I couldn't like compare it. Mm-hmm. I think I would just have it and be like, okay, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm like, I, I know that people love Coke Zero and love Diet Coke and stuff, but I'm like, if I'm, if I'm having that flavor, I'm just gonna have like the actual Coca Cola. That's how yeah. I. That's how I am. But mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, it. It's better to be healthier, but like, is it? I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Valerie, you tweet about seltzer quite a lot like Mm -hmm. i uh um that's why i asked you to be on the pod just because Mm -hmm. like you're always posting like seltzer recommendations and stuff like i remember you posted like a um what was it cranberry lime polar is like really good you know oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh uh so yeah you've definitely uh uh, um showed yourself to be quite the seltzer aficionado i would say you know i i don't I don't feel like I have that title because I am like a recent adopter to seltzers. I, 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 I don't feel like I can accept this crown, but thank you, Sean. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I mean, I, I, uh, um, I, I, yes, you can accept the crown because, you know, no matter when you start liking seltzer, if you like it, you like it. So it's, it's cool to see, uh, even if it is recent, uh, I feel like you try a lot of flavors and stuff. So, Thanks. uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you could plug it later, but uh, everybody mm-hmm. follow Valerie on Twitter, definitely. <laughs> what was I going to say? I was going to say um, the age-old question, Valerie, please tell me 
if you will. Uh, if you're in a restaurant and seltzer is on tap, so it's like you hit the soda button or it comes from like the bar at the gun, mm-hmm. should you expect to pay for it or should it be free? Should be free. It should be. Why? Yes. Just... It should be free because it is just like it like now having like not a lot but some experience working in the restaurant industry i know that a lot of things that they act like are hard to do really aren't that hard to do like literally with uh with the seltzers on tap it's literally a button to press it's really nothing that, and it is like you've said it's just water and air right so, exactly mm-hmm. yeah so it's like false capital it's false uh, and so like um yeah it should be free just make sure to like tip your server as well and just uh but yeah and like the the my new like regular bar i don't get drunk a lot but i i still like going to bars um it uh they do have the seltzer on tap for free cool okay yeah yeah. i mean look and i agree with you like tip everybody's got a tip big if they're getting a seltzer for free mm-hmm. and that's fine you know like um we got to be nice to our servers especially right now i mean just in general mm-hmm. always why wouldn't yeah. you be you know so um yeah i agree with you on that and it's never like a dig to the restaurant if they do charge you because like who knows what anybody's like going through mm-hmm. right now but like yeah i love free seltzer totally like yeah it's gotta, yeah 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 i probably said exactly what i just said previously on the pod so uh sorry to anybody who is an avid listener and had to hear that twice but guess what uh it's something that needs to be reiterated you know Mm -hmm. support local businesses and uh, um uh, be be nice be spread kindness everybody (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. um so uh valerie you and i uh for some reason i don't i don't even know how it started but you and i will like talk about uh uh, problematic director uh, Hollywood's uh, own uh, <laughs> Universal's Golden Boy yeah. uh, trailers from Hell Guru himself. Yeah, uh, John Landis. He's John, talking Mr. about John Landis. He should come on the pod. I'm just gonna say that straight <laughs> up. I feel like he would. Like I feel. I, I mean, like I feel like he would. Yeah. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he should come on for the Halloween special. Um, I don't know. Do yeah, you think he, he listens to this? I don't think he listens, or he might listen. Who who knows? He we I don't know what podcast uh, Landis is into. He <laughs> might he might be going from the, his buddy Joe Dante's movies that maybe is like so. Whatever podcasts are out there. Oh, this one about seltzer. I can't do. I I, I was thinking for like a split second of doing like a Landis impression, but I I don't have like a a steady like Landis impression in my head. So, mm-hmm. but but yeah, um, yeah, we both have the. the the like part of our brain uh that like is fixated on mr john landis for whatever reason he's always kind of fascinated me in a way of like Mm -hmm. um he definitely is like uh almost like a a shakespearean figure in a way of like (laughs) he has so much fucking hubris and like has had such a downfall in a way that like, like rightfully so like, yeah, no, like yeah, I'm agree, not yeah. like <laughs> not, not definitely yeah. not disputing that one, but yeah. um, 
definitely should have gone behind i'm a i'm a police i'm a prison abolitionist but also i think he should have gone behind bars for what he did on the twilight yep, zone yep, movie uh, yep say it i get it i mm-hmm. i agree i it's uh uh definitely uh, um not cool but mm-hmm. uh maybe it'll make me sound insensitive he's made he's made some bang- bangers I couldn't, I couldn't even say that. Yeah. He's made some bangers. He's made some good movies, you know? Yeah. Um, that you know, makes, you know, and that, you know, fuck people who are like, separate the art from the artist. No, that's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm doing that right now myself. And uh, maybe I'm being a hypocrite, but. Uh, it's, it's. He's one, complicated, you know? Yeah, it's, he's complicated and it's just like, I wouldn't call it necessarily separating the art from the artist, but you with like landis in particular it is like it is so he is so brazen with like his like uh willingness to like be just unsafe just even even in the movies i like just like with blues brothers how much like damage and like near actual like right uh injuries are worth so like i do feel like with it it's just like you have to take like the whole person for better or worse and so like and so it's like and this has been like a long-standing like thing for me like because i've had i learned about the twilight zone x and like a decade ago so i've had to like yeah no same the fact mm-hmm. that he made my some of my favorite movies but mm-hmm. also is just a very like brazen just he's also just such like a well he created max landis for the world <laughs> oh god yeah that's a that's a whole nother story but you know what i think it is valerie's is that yeah. like for him specifically um this is what i have come to terms with mm-hmm. in a way when you watch a john landis movie you know that you're watching a john landis movie but mm-hmm. it's not like it in the way that if you're watching a woody allen movie you know you are watching a woody allen mm-hmm. movie where Woody Allen will, like, insert himself in the characters and stuff like that. When I watch something like um, the Blues Brothers, I'm not Mm -hmm. there because John Landis did it. I'm Mm -hmm. there because I'm watching the comedy duo of Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Yeah, for sure. Or if I'm watching Coming to America, I'm there. John Landis did that, right? Coming to America? Yeah, he did. I'm there because Eddie Murphy's fucking funny. You know, I, even yeah. the argument of uh, uh, one of my this is in my top probably twenty movies of all time, mm-hmm. an American Werewolf in London. Uh, how about um, Rick Baker's makeup? It's yeah, Rick Baker's great. makeup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so I think that it's definitely easier in a way to say, you know, this guy was a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. but I'm able to still enjoy his movies because you're not watching it because he directed it. You know, there's mm-hmm. some movies that he directed. It's like, I, you know, I, and we'll talk about them, but mm-hmm. personally, like, uh, you know, he's got some stinkers. Yeah, he does. A, a John Landis stinker is pretty bad. Yeah. Like it is like if, if, if all the talent doesn't align and it, it just does not work. Like there's yes. a lot of stuff that do not work that he's directed, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. um, I'll say, like, maybe it's got its parts, but, like, Spies Like Us, not very good, you mm-hmm. know? 
um, or Into the Night. It's okay, but it's really <laughs> not very good. Beverly Hills Cop, I will say, is like one genuinely one of the most like incompetent movies I've ever seen. So wait, so don't like you don't, don't like watch it. it? Okay, wow, that's fast. Yeah, that's probably probably a hot take. I feel like people mm-hmm. like that, but I've never I've never seen it, so uh, mm-hmm. I can't say. It's it's like so sep- it, it, it's so separated from the first two because he like finished the trilogy and it's yeah. just like you could tell like uh, you could tell everyone at this point just does not want to be there <laughs> sure sure no i get that yeah but but like you said like i feel like the fame of land is too is like he is like i feel like he was very very lucky that he stumbled into like the national lampoon crew early on in his career yeah and like you said he's not an, he's not like a not tour necessarily like he is very much like a leading person's director even sure. when sometimes those leading people hated him like chevy chase or yeah, um yeah. eddie murphy so like but with so many of them he has been able to like uh make a good movie around them even if, or or most famously when he punched out john belushi <laughs> on the set of the blues brothers mm-hmm. yeah Which, yeah there is Wait. also like I I'm like hesitant to watch a lot of his movies that like I've never really heard of, but like I'm mm-hmm. always really curious. Like I've never I've like always seen the poster for like Oscar and like never <laughs> realized that it was like a John Landis movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I just clicked on right now just out of curiosity, Innocent Blood. Do you know about this? I I literally have never heard of it. I I've I've heard I heard a podcast about it a while back. Uh, the Important Cinema Club did like a John Landis week, and they were like, "Oh, it's just so long." Like all of, that's another thing with like a lot of Landis movies is he doesn't edit. He's just just like two hours for a comedy which yeah sometimes with like blues brothers that works but sometimes that really does not work uh-huh i'm gonna have to watch innocent blood because i was not aware that in um some countries it was uh called a french vampire in america <laughs> and marketed that he specifically did uh american werewolf and like i love american werewolf so yeah i'm gonna um definitely watch that um but you know he's shitty i (laughs) will just say that right now like i just read something that i don't even want to utter on the pod that he did that was terrible so Mm -hmm. uh um you know uh watch his movies for other other things right yeah (laughs) have you seen like um like the kentucky fried movie and like amazon woman in the moon oh yeah kentucky fried movie uh they have one so bad i've seen both of them Mm i i uh uh i liked them at the time but here's the thing is like i was really Mm -hmm. big and similar to like what you were saying in terms of like finding out about his like extremely troubled history um i was really big into him when i was in like high school Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like a lot of movies that uh, like I didn't like Spies Like Us in high school. I guarantee you, I would fucking hate it now. You know, like if mm-hmm. I was like iffy on it, then I'm like, I there's no way I'm gonna like sit mm-hmm. through that ever again. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think that like he he he's done some great movies, but he's a he's extremely a mixed bag. You know, mm-hmm. he he reminds me of Lauren Michaels in that way, where he's just like very much like 
um just like a very like loud and abrasive force that likes to like make things his way mm-hmm. not really caring and sometimes he's made good stuff from that but a lot of time not so much yeah uh but um yeah landis like uh and but yeah like going back to like his inner when he's like interviewed and things like i love <laughs> he and i heard this like lex g did an episode on landis and basically said like he landis has like such a fixation on that movie kelly's heroes he like was like a assistant on or whatever uh-huh. like he just like it's like you know everyone was part of kelly's heroes we had don rickles we had clint eastwood all of the future of hollywood was on kelly's heroes in like yugoslavia or wherever it was yeah filmed. oh god mm-hmm. and i'm sure he's thinking like himself as well <laughs> all yeah. the future of hollywood he seems like an arse as mm-hmm. they would say. Yeah, I, I remember he was on the mo- on Joe Dante and Josh Olson's sh- show, the movies that made me like a year or two ago. And Josh Olson, like, is is a is a fellow red. He's like a actual like socialist, and he like said he, he called Mary Poppins socialist. And and John Landis, like, for like five minutes, he got really mad and was like, "That makes no sense. Oh, <laughs> what are you God. talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, he's he's very fascinating. Um, and with that in mind, well, I, actually, before we do this, I just want to say, if anybody was wondering what he is up to, uh, and by what he is up to, I mean in the past, like, 10 years. Um, yeah, he's been directing everybody's favorite shows, uh, Psych and Franklin and Bash. <laughs> what oh, is Frank? What, do you, have you ever watched Franklin and Bash? I only know the title. It's like one of those shows that just like <laughs> I only know like the ads, and it's just like it's like what I'm just like you. What is this? Well, what even is this show? <laughs> before we before we play the game that we're gonna play, uh, let's play another game. What do you think Franklin and Bash is about? <laughs> okay, because I don't know. Uh, okay, so this is my guess. I feel like Franklin and Bash is probably like sort of in the realm of monk and psych it's like about like some guy who's just like i don't know a book realtor or something and mm. they're like um you actually have to solve crimes and and franklin is just like well i can't solve crimes and they're like well we'll put you with this uh, loose canyon named bash <laughs> Interesting. i'm expecting something like that it is a show about an unlikely duo close <laughs> yeah of streetwise attorneys um, <laughs> but in the United Kingdom, it was, this is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm about to say what I'm about to say. It was referred to as Ali McBeal with balls. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it was like a legal comedy. Oh, boy. um, wow. Okay. Did you know, did you know that Kumail was on that show? Cause I did not really. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's favorite jacked uh, comedian. Yes. <laughs> it's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you. Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Well, it sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. 
They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic, Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that show your support for making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. <laughs> all right um all right valerie you you've deserved this next game i'm gonna uh give it all you this is what we're gonna do i'm gonna list some john landis movies you're gonna tell me what um seltzers would would be assigned to the film in terms of like flavors mm-hmm. okay um yeah i guess also why are we talking about john landis i don't know we you and i just talk about that a lot I, I'm sure the listeners yeah. are like, what just happened? But like, we just, we just talk about it a lot. Like it's, it's yeah. something where, I don't know, uh, we both are into like comedy films and, uh, uh, you know, co- you, you can't really talk about comedy films without talking about the troubled past of John Landis. Yeah. You know? So without that's talking why. about Mr. JL. That, yeah. That, that, there's your answer. There's your mm-hmm. answer. All right. I'm going to list some movies. Uh, I'm going right. to go on. I'm going to go in order. I mean, if you want to do his entire filmography, we we can do that. I've never done that before. Or do you? Would you rather me like handpick them? <laughs> you, you know, because uh... he's got some weird shit. Like, yeah. if you want to, if you want to just do everything, <laughs> you, you know, I'm being feeling kind of chaotic. Let's just do the whole thing. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's do it live, as they say. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm pulling it up. Or I had it up, but he's got he's got stuff that I'm not even sure if it's movies, so we'll we'll see. Okay, first one is Schlock. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. I have not seen that. I have not either. We can skip it if you haven't seen it. It's it's about like a um, the small town is. T- oh, I got I gotta watch this. Oh fuck, the small town is terrorized by a guy named the the Banana Killer, uh, which turns out to be a missing link between man and ape. Well, I mean, just based on that tale, we have to go with bananas. Yeah. Okay. Banana it's it, the tagline is the first musical monster movie in years. I gotta watch this. <laughs> Unfortunately, see, I gotta watch it. Okay. I'm gonna end up watching like the worst John Le- John Landis movies. It's gonna be terrible. Okay. Uh, the Kentucky Fried movie. Oh, Kentucky Fried movie. What do we go with there? <laughs> um. Um. How about, I don't know, I feel like that would be, like, maybe Cherry? I don't know why, but uh, Cherry went through my head. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Animal House. Animal House. Hmm. Animal House. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like Animal House said go for something like, hmm, maybe, like, dragon fruit because hey the deltas are wild kind of like a dragon cool love it love it 
Okay, uh, the next one, the Blues Brothers. Blueberry. <laughs> Love it. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Hmm. Um, I was think. Uh, what? Okay, this is. I'm not like because I'm like mostly like Eastern European. I'm not familiar with like Celtic lore, but maybe you would know like what? Because there is that bar that's. It's not exactly Irish, but sort of like the uh, slaughtered lamb. Yeah, yeah, the slaughtered lamb. Yeah. What do you? I kind of want to make the flavor like centered around there. Do you have any ideas for that? Mm. Like, maybe like a uh, maybe like a blood ras a blood. No, no, no. I say a blood raspberry. That's not a thing. A blood orange. There we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. There we not? go. That's good. Yeah. All right. He has a documentary called Coming Soon. We could skip that. I don't know what that. Yeah. Means. Uh, trading places. Trading places. Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I know it's kind of Christmas. It's it's partially a Christmas movie, so maybe yeah. like something like. <laughs> has there ever been an eggnog seltzer? There should be. Yeah, let's go with that. I would drink that. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, oh my god. Maybe I'm gonna skip this one out of respect. We're not gonna. We're not gonna assign yeah, a yeah. seltzer to uh, the next movie. Okay, let's just skip it and go to thriller. Thriller. Another troubled man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm yeah. like, here, here, we're gonna avoid the controversy. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> um, well, well, there's a movie fear scene. Um, how about um, I don't know what's a movie. Uh, an icy. Let's do an icy. An what icy seltzer. Like a uh, like a slushy in a way. A slushy yeah. okay, seltzer. Okay, okay. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Ch- cherry or blue or mixed mixed have a cherry uh, yeah. he directed the documentary special disneyland's 30th anniversary special Ooh. we're not we're not gonna assign ourselves for that let's go to into the night into the night have you seen uh, that i have not fucking strange movie mm-hmm. i only watched it because people were like oh it's similar it's somebody called it like the la version of after hours <laughs> which i was like gotta see that love after hours jeff goldblum's in this I was like this is gonna be right up my alley it's fine it's like you watch it and it, this is i mean this is what happens like all the time it's like you watch this movies and you're like oh man this is really good and then it's like um oh, man it sucks so <laughs> it just like goes back and forth you know but the interesting mm-hmm. thing about that movie is that um there's a lot of like hollywood directors at the time playing mm-hmm. parts so like david cronenberg's in it jim henson's in it um john landis is in it unfortunately uh yeah there's a lot of like uh paul mazarski's in it just david bowie's in it like a bunch of people in hollywood just uh appearing in like little cameos so that's fun but it also kind of feels like john landis's like company christmas party just made a movie you know yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's not everything with landis is like there will be tons of like cameos like even in Be- beverly hills cop free there's one scene where there's a cameo by the director of Valley Girl. I forget her name right now, mm-hmm. but she has a cameo, like which is cool. I it's it's fun to see like what the people look like, mm-hmm. but also like, and it's like a fun like cinephile thing of him. I, so much, so much of me like wishes he was just like I wish he never became a director in some way, even by like his movies. <laughs> like yeah, just, it could have just been like a trailers from hell guy full time in some yeah, way yeah, like a critic yeah, yeah, yeah but i don't know um uh where are we in oh yeah into the night into so the night yeah how about blackberry because that's kind of nice love it all right spies like us 
guys like us. Mm -mm. Um, have <laughs> I just got an idea because like Bond has like olives and martinis. Yes, that's the whole thing. Have an olive flavored um seltzer. Perfect. Love there it. Go. Have you seen Spies Like Us? I have not. Sucks. It's not really, <laughs> it's really bad. It's like the worst. One it just doesn't the, work. One of the famous movies that was supposed to be a John Danny movie, but went to Chevy after the death. You know what's pretty crazy, too, if you look at his filmography, is that um, both Into the Night and Spies Like Us came out in the same year. That's oh, fucked wow. up. That's yeah. crazy. That's mm -hmm. not. That should not happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I so... This, I, I mean, I'm always, like, fascinated when that happens because, like, I get it if it's somebody like Steven Soderbergh, but, like, mm -hmm. these are, like, he'll make a movie on an iPhone. These are, like, big budget movies. Like, that is, yeah. like, uh, after the incident, too. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. On. That's kind of, like, you're, like, Spies Like Us is, like, an international production. Like, that mm -hmm. is kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know? it's, 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 it's so messed up that, like, Elaine May couldn't make a single movie after Ishtar until now with i forget the name of the movie but john lannis is getting like seven deals like after yeah yep 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 yeah. agreed um but... i had something else to say about john lannis i didn't remember oh no not about john lannis that uh were you aware that there is uh two ridley scott movies coming out within a month of each other because uh, <laughs> i did not because that's happening this year um yeah okay oh god yeah house of gucci and, <laughs> and i don't the, remember the, the duel or something something it's called something like that wonderful yeah it, it's like i can see it with someone like i've been going through with my boyfriend like movies of uh the german director ryan warner fastbender mm. where where and he made like he has a very me and my boyfriend have talked about this he's like kind of john belushi-esque in a lot of ways yeah yeah but and he made like 40 films in within like 15 years mm -hmm. but with him it's like he's like an actual like a tourist filmmaker yeah right 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 but it makes sense yeah yeah oh man uh <laughs> three amigos three amigos hmm. have you seen that uh, I've seen that, but it's been well over yeah, a decade. Same, same, yeah. I liked it when I saw it, but same. I, I'd imagine, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, hmm, what flavor? Do you, can you name the three writers on Three Amigos? If you want to skip this one and just take this trivia question, because it's kind uh, of bonkers. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I know it's like Lorne Michaels' only writing credits. Yes. It's also Steve Martin, I believe. Uh -huh. And. Um, the third one is insane. Randy Newman is yes. Yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy to me. Maybe I need to rewatch this. But yeah, um, yeah three. Those are the, those are the three amigos. I would say <laughs> that is such like a weird thing that like yeah, Randy Newman just wrote a movie and it's three amigos. That's, I feel like that's how Hollywood was in the nineties. I mean, in the eighties. Sorry, uh, mm -hmm. of just like literally people. Just being like, hey, have you met Randy Newman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get him on this movie. Put him in yeah. the writing room. Like, that's just, <laughs> it's just friends working with friends for better or worse. Sometimes yeah. it's great. Most of the time it's pretty bad. That's mm -hmm. what I'll say, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's so weird how different the industry was for so long. Like, uh, I recently watched, or I haven't finished the movie yet, but I was watching The Long Goodbye and Jack Riley from the Bob Newhart show. Yeah. Shows 
uh-huh. and I looked into that, and basically, I think uh, I think he's in California Split too, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in a couple. I think he's also in McCabe and Mrs. Miller, and maybe The Player. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like he he was like um he was an ultimate stable boy for a bit. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically, how he got the role was basically he was in like an he, he was going to another acting class, and they're like. Hey, Robert Altman is looking for some parts for McKay and Mrs. Miller. And and they're like, call this number. This is his casting person. And he called the number and it was just it was just Robert Altman on the other line. They're like, hey, can you come down? Like, I don't remember where he said it was, but he's like, can you come down to the Culver City on Thursday? And he said, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you got the part. <laughs> wow. Love That's it. just how it was then. <laughs> All right, moving on to, um, yeah, we're not going to assign a seltzer to the three amigos because you did an excellent job uh, answering that trivia question. Amazon Women on the Moon. Have you seen that? I've seen I have that. not. I have seen it. Unfor- I, I was going to say, unfortunately, I liked it at the time. I don't know if it's still good, but, you know. Mm-hmm. How about um, how about a freaking hard seltzer? Let's make it moonshine flavored. Hey, oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, coming to America. Coming to America. Hmm. How about like what? It's a flavor. Like we've already done cherry, but what's a flavor that's very like Americana? Like just like because Amer coming to America. That's about like coming to America. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Maybe like. Oh man, I don't know. How about apple? Because like apple pie is such like a Love staple. Yeah, perfect. And all. all right, uh, I'm gonna take the next one. Can I take the next one? Good, please. Okay. Well, I'm gonna Oscar. Oscar is the next one. <laughs> uh, he hangs off a clock on the poster. Uh, clock flavored seltzer. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> innocent blood. That could Dark. be like that could be blood orange as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cops. Beverly Hills Cop Three. Hmm. Okay. So for that one, how about uh, what's what, trying to think? What's the what's the flavor I hate? Because that's the only cinema I associate with that movie. Like, just like how about like just like some like <laughs> I don't even know. Like, just like very bland like what's a very bland flavor like just like some random spice i don't know be like hmm i don't know basil seltzer basil seltzer and it just tastes like nothing yeah yeah there we go all right uh next one uh (laughs) the stupid starring tom arnold (laughs) he's got quite the filmography here yes um tom arnold well you know well you know tom arnold is a bit of a political guy these days with his trump tape and all that he's he still says he's gonna release but still has not so how about you know those political guys they need some coffee so i go to coffee flavored seltzer perfect yeah all right uh i'm curious to know your thoughts on this movie because i've definitely i think this falls in line with the uh bad the bad landis but then having some decent moments is blues mm-hmm. brothers 2000 that's one that i saw part of on cable years ago and never saw the whole thing you don't have to <laughs> um um how about how about blueberry plus like 
how blue raspberry actually because they're like hey we're bringing new things into yeah. the mix here with a with a little uh john goodman on the can yes all right um i i've never heard of this movie uh susan's plan do you know about this no (laughs) okay susan's plan is a uh movie about um about susan i'm assuming i'm gonna show you the poster because it looks terrible look at at dan (laughs) Aykroyd on his poster (laughs) the the poster is always also really confusing because is it called dying to get rich dot 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 susan's plan or is it just susan's plan it's a good question because a lot of the posters say that maybe mm-hmm. they're foreign posters i don't know maybe. dan ackroyd's got face tattoos and is wearing mm-hmm. a bandana Rob yeah. schneider's, Rob in schneider's there remind me never Blair to watch Flynn this movie Boyle. yeah never gonna um, watch it uh oh billy zane wonderful oh michael bean wow, wow. I'm not gonna watch this. I was in church. Well, what a cast! Jo- Wait, Joey Travolta. I didn't even know jo- Joey Travolta was a human existence. <laughs> um, what would we assign this? Maybe something green, because because yeah. there's a lot of money on the poster. Yeah, green. Mm-hmm. Uh, lime. Let's just sure. Lime. Perfect. Did um, that movie just rhyme me? There's this movie called. Um, it has three titles. It's called Hacks and Sink or Swim and The Big Twist. Oh my it's this, God. It's this movie from the 90s that has like Dave Foley and uh, John Ritter and um, Richard Kind and um, I don't remember. And like. Is it good? Um, Eliana Douglas. It's It's the definition of like, okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Like. Sure. It's one of those movies that, like, based on just, like, a couple, like, Dave Foley interviews, I just kept on looking for for years. And then it just popped. It's one of those movies that allegedly in parody popped up on on a site out of nowhere. Sure, sure, sure. And then I was just like, well, I have to check. And I was just like, it's okay. Like, there's a, it was made in, like, the 90s, like, alt scene. So it has, like, a Bob Odenkirk cameo, cameo and a Lisa Kudrow cameo. Cool, cool. Um, cool. It's, like... It's like a, it's like a very like adequate like um, Brian De Palma riff basically. That's how I would describe it. Okay. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into that. Uh, so John Landis directed Susan's Plan in 1998, and then he worked like he definitely did work. Uh, you know, on Honey I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. He did a couple documentaries, some horror things, and. Then he didn't direct again until 2010. And this is the last movie he's directed starring um, Simon Pegg, Andy Serkis. Uh, is it Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher? Never know. Uh, Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare. I'm looking at this poster right now. I've never like... seen Burke and Hare. I remember when it came out. Did not see it. <laughs> Let's see. So to, so 19th century. So like old timey. We're going to go old timey here. So how about like, I don't know um uh mead i guess mead flavored perfect <laughs> yeah I, I will say that the um the top review on uh imdb claims that this film was the landis comeback <laughs> he hasn't directed a film since so you he, know. he sure came back with this <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he definitely did 
Uh, he came back, then he left again. <laughs> and finally, let me ask, just as a whole, as a person, mm-hmm. what seltzer are we designating John Landis? Oh my god. <laughs> this is a this is such a hard question. This is such a hard question to answer. Um, um I don't know what to say. Maybe um I don't know. Like have this like a, a seltzer that like looks kinda calm, like have let's just say like I don't know, uh, peach or something, but then you drink it and you find it spiked with like just like so much vodka and like <laughs> and a little coke, not too much coke, but a little coke, just <laughs> a little spikes bit. in it. <laughs> wow, yeah, perfect. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, stream the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite one. Well, that's one of your favorite movies, or it's your favorite movie, right? Yeah, it's very, it's very high up there. Cool, uh, Dan. Just solely because, like, it's like Dan Aykroyd's mind. Like, it's basically like an entry point in Dan Aykroyd's mind. I find him so fascinating. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, I, I respect so much as like a filmmaker. Like, I haven't seen nothing but trouble. I want to see it. I want to see that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he just I, I respect him so much in how he like uh he's just I, I think i've said this before but i feel like he's a guy who just have he's been able to make like an entire career based on like his four or five hyper fixations and i respect that so much yeah it's true he mm-hmm. likes ghosts he likes, he likes blues mm-hmm. what else he likes vodka vodka yes crystal he likes, vodka mm-hmm. he he likes um he does very much like um he, he likes to do movies that are very like the, he does he says before he likes to do like fantasy movies he likes to do like what if type sure. concepts not like slice of life things that's like the opposite of him he just likes to like like what if what if the blues what if the blues brothers like were chased by coppers and the coppers all like exploded or whatever the cars like crashed He's That's the like, founder of House of Blues. Did not know yes. that. Did mm-hmm. not know that. That is uh, um, news to me. Because mm-hmm. that's like a chain that very well still exists, correct? Yeah, there's a ton. There's one in Cleveland. There's many. Wow. He's He's a good businessman. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and everybody remembers him from the 2015 film Pixels, of course. Mm-hmm. No, I, you know, I, I like him. I like when he appears in things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a little, like, I don't know, like, uh, I, I feel like I, you know, I, I do have a love-hate relationship with him. And, and not hate. You know what? No. I like him. Mm-hmm. But I, he'll just show up in things that I'm like, Dan Aykroyd's in this? I think that's mm-hmm. just, I, I, it's not that I don't like him. It's just, I, he'll just appear and I'll be like, I, it was it's just <laughs> unexpected. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like yeah. Temple of Doom or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And beyond be behind the candelabra, he was in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he was in that. Wonderful. That's a good movie. I, I um, I I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie 1941? Uh, I've started it and could not finish it. Ah. Uh, 
but I should like that was like years ago. So mm-hmm. I definitely should watch it because um yeah, I know it's like the Back to the Future guys writing it mm-hmm. and then Spielberg directing. Very cool. Fascinated with it, but um because the cast is like stacked, but I mm-hmm. I uh, uh no, I have not sat down and watched the whole thing. But I should. I should, right? Maybe. Yeah. It, okay. I I really love it and partially it's just because like I have Zemeckis brain, but um uh I feel like it's just like you just see like this like just like you, you kind of see into this, both Zemeckis and Spielberg's mind and just find like the, all this like just just such like an ornate Miss this ornate thing of just like weird vibes and just like there's a whole thing with Dan Aykroyd and Belushi in a different vignette and you got Eddie Deason on a on a on a Ferris wheel and the Ferris wheel falls into the ocean lots of lots of fun stuff gotta watch it i went to add it on my letterbox watch list it was already on it so <laughs> i'm definitely definitely gonna have to watch it um yeah um valerie thank you for coming on the pod you should literally be a film historian i think that not a lot of people you know like appreciate this specific era of like mm-hmm. comedy and film and everything like that and it's nice to see it be discussed and it's conversations that you and i have had previously mm-hmm. where i see you talking about the stuff on twitter and stuff so uh yeah uh with that in mind uh follow valerie on twitter what is your handle uh my my handle is stealing valerie and it's the same on letterboxd um i i want to say and i i I don't know when the, when this is releasing, so I'm I, I hope I release the first episode of this by the time it airs. But I am actually doing the history show. I am starting a history show. There you go. History specifically. Um, the title of the show is a play on Valley of the Dolls. I'm calling it uh, Valley of the Tall Tales. Very and cool. We go through. I, I and the show is I go through entertainment history with a guest. So wow yeah i would uh i would guess not to invite myself on but uh, i would love to have you on yeah no this was uh it was good talking to you and i always appreciate our conversations about uh um uh you know whether it be seltzer or john landis even if we're just (laughs) clowning around but Mm -hmm. it's been nice and uh uh listen to that pod for sure you know thanks thank you can't wait for it all right also um gonna plug yeah plug uh, plug everything please oh uh, thanks uh just like because like i'm a i'm a as i have in my twitter and you know i'm part of the bug the bugiverse yeah mainiverse and so uh gonna plug shopped up so uh, so, so we are less out dead for next BugCon in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. And also watch Bolt Driver at BoltDriver.LA. <laughs> Wonderful. I can't yeah. wait to check that out. Um, and thank you, Valerie, for coming on the SeltzerCast. Uh, thank you. I appreciate how much you appreciate Seltzer. I appreciate how much you appreciate uh i was gonna say john landis 
films from the 80s, Universal era, you know, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Dan Aykroyd, all that. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for coming on. Of course. Right. Thank you for having me. Excellent. This has been the Seltzer Cast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the Seltzer Cast. Be sure to follow our Twitter at SeltzerCast and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.Cast. See you next week. 